Hi, my name is Shion um, for Screenfish Publication, and I'm here with Anna Hintz, who is the director of Smoke Sauna Sisterhood. Thank you for joining me today, Anna. Thank you for inviting me. Um, I read that you talked about how visiting a sauna with Bloom and your family inspired you to make this film, and also made you realize that it's a place to not just cleanse the body, but cleanse the soul. Um, and I also find it interesting how there's a lot of places that where you care for the body, like a nail salon or a hair salon or a spa. Mm -hmm where you also seem to actually have space to share and be open and be vulnerable. And I wanted to ask you, why do you think such places function in therapeutic ways as well? Mm. Well, I can tell about, you mean like just smoke sauna or in general, these kind of places? Mm. In general, but I think mm. it applies to smoke sauna as well. Mm. Well, with smoke sauna, what is uh, specific is that uh, um, it is a house, a place where women also used to give birth mm. and wash the dead and heal. So it was already made for that purpose, you know, to go there and cleanse your body, but always cleanse also your soul. Um, and, and part of this healing is uh, really sharing all your stories, all your experiences and, and listening to other stories and validating them. So this is the specificness of smoke sauna. But I think when we talk about those places like nail saloons and or even like in film set, mm -hmm. you know, when you go to makeup artists, then they often uh, hear the stories. I think it talks about this need to be vulnerable, this need, uh, what is very universal, where we need to connect with others and we want to be heard and we want to share. And, um, you know, somebody is so close to your body and, you know, in our belief in the South Estonia body and mind are connected. So when I already touch my body or, you know, I do something here, it um, it is already affecting something in my mind and in my heart. So they are connected. You know, it's like somebody hugs you and you feel something in your heart. Mm -hmm. It can be positive, negative or whatever you want to call, but you feel something. So when we, when there's interaction with the body, it is always somehow touching our spirit, well, our mind. Very interesting. Mm. Um, and I also, I love that you use the language cleansing the soul. Um, what do you think makes up the soul being cleansed? What needs to happen for the soul to be cleansed in your mm. opinion? I can tell from my own experience. <clears throat> it is really um, um, having this um, safe space where um, you can share absolutely everything. And this is my personal experience with smoke sound also, um, that I remember from childhood, um, that uh, when my granny went there, it was the only place where she shared that grandfather had betrayed on her and she released her anger and disappointment and all these emotions. So for me, since my childhood, this is a place, what I mean cleansing the soul is that you don't um, uh, censor yourself, you know, that all your, everything that you have experienced, everything that you have felt, you let it out, you make it seen, you make it heard. And I think this is, again, something that, um, you know, when you think about even psychologists, what do we do? We go there and share, and we want to be heard without judgment. And um, when we don't suppress things, then, um, or when we let these things that are suppressed out, then we regain our power and our voice. 
because a lot of damage comes uh, when we just suppress these traumas. Like in my own case, um, in the film, there is also my story. The rape story mm -hmm. is my story. And um, I didn't share it immediately. And it, um, but the story or this experience comes then out. It's suppressed, but it comes out in depression or anxiety or, you know, um, a lot of lot of suffering comes out. But then when you really vocalize, and then you also hear from community around you who are not not judging, you understand that they also have the same experiences, or they are like, you're not the only one. Maybe not exactly the same experience, but some kind of experience. Then you, um, then you really feel empowerment, and you kind of you cannot erase. I cannot erase the fact that I was raped, but um, I can accept the totality of my emotions, mm. the totality of my experiences, and a lot of damage comes with shame. I feel. Mm. So a lot of the stories that I picked uh, uh, into the film in, in the edit um, from stories that came out was one emotion that was common was shame. You know, there's a lot of shaming. And then it's very interesting in Estonian, the word for um, female genital is um, haba that comes from happy but shame. So it's like you're born into the body of a female with shame. So, um, uh, and this is like, this is not something biological. This is from culture. And I think it's really time to like, let go of that shame. We are not shameful. Mm -hmm. Different bodies have the place to exist and they're beautiful. Different skin, different, you know, experiences. And, and uh, so there is a lot of shaming that is like coming from culture towards this female body. And I mean, um, this is something that when you, when you hide, you feel you are with that shame, but when you let it out, you're like, oh, I'm actually okay. <laughs> what shame, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, so, yeah. so um, I think this is, this is like washing. When you think about the, the washing or cleansing, like, you let the dirt out to mm -hmm. cleanse, like in sauna, for example. Uh, what happens is it's really so hot and you start sweating. And like even like physically, like the deeper uh, dirt comes yeah. out, yeah. you know, through sweating. But th that's the same kind of similar process that comes when you're cleansing your soul. Mm -hmm. First, you have to let that dirt come out, you know, everything. The shit has to come to yeah. the surface. Yeah. And then um, having, yeah, that, that space to be heard. And, and because we are in society also, I think it's like now we're more talking about it, that, yeah, let's talk about the issues. But still, there is like this kind of interesting censorship. Like, let's, for example, let's talk about rape, but let's not really talk about it. And I'm like, no, let's really talk about it. That there is no um, experience that is too shameful or too sad or too you know, too much to be shared. Everything has a place to be shared. And I think as a society, we become also more healthier yeah. 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 when we talk about these things. I find it interesting that in, even in what you're saying, there also seems to be a phase where you have, have to be heard as well. It's not just yes. speaking it out. It's yes. having people there hearing you. And I find that I was thinking about that too when I was thinking of the questions about when you have a secret and it keeps eating you inside. Mm -hmm. But when you tell somebody else, it lifts... Exactly. Um, 
why do you think that is that it's almost like we need other people there as well to help us like lift those burdens or lift those it is very true uh it's very true it is um um like in the film also in the smoke sauna i i realized that um, the importance of listening like um <clears throat> it's so it's not just like having the courage to share but having the courage to listen like um and when we are being listened uh, then um, somehow we feel that we are being witnessed like you know and that is part of the healing mm -hmm. that somebody is like witnessing that that it's not just that i take it sell it to myself but i share it with you and in that space you are listening somehow uh, you i feel that yeah this is heard mm -hmm. and for example when you have a trauma and i take it from my personal experience but also other um, people that i've talked with uh, what we shared is that for a long time i had this feeling that i just want my pain to be heard i just want my pain to be heard you know and so it's not it was not enough that i just told it to myself mm -hmm. but that somebody hears it without judgment just hears just witnesses it mm -hmm. and that is very beautiful thing that i have um now myself witnessed while doing the film for seven years that uh, somebody shares deeply intimate story and the others listen and they don't charge they don't comment actually they just listen and it is so powerful that you just listen and you feel that you have been listened somebody really listened to you not not censoring anything and uh, this is very big part of the healing. So it's, yeah, it talks about something about us as humans, you know, that we, we are not just in our own shells. We are like, how we call it in, in Estonian, it's like, um, you know, when they're animals and they are together and herd. Or yeah. We are like, we need community. Yeah. We, need, we need the others to reflect. Yeah, that's how we function. Is that's how we learn. I and mean, when you think about even kids, we learn by mimicking, mm -hmm. by reflecting. Mm -hmm. So we also in the healing process we need that. Yeah. Mm. My next question actually is about vulnerability because the mm -hmm. film really highlights highlights that, um, especially because like they're in a place where they're very, they're able to be open emotionally, but also like physically, just like completely mm -hmm. bare with each other. Um, and I like that you're talking about safe spaces because that was my next point was that we can ask for vulnerability and that's a good thing but also highlights how important a safe space is for that vulnerability because it can be very dangerous for people to be vulnerable in spaces that aren't safe yeah for them um how are you able to create this safe space on set because there are real people in this film sharing their real stories with you mm -hmm. mm, i think I've, I've thought about that because people have asked me that and I thought that I think the key is that you as a director me as a director I have to be vulnerable too like I couldn't imagine doing a film like this um, uh, that women are in sauna and I'm somewhere outside clothes on you know watching my monitor and then say no 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 more <laughs> more right more left or something it doesn't work like this so I had to um, first of all um, I was very, I believe in the transparency in filmmaking. Mm -hmm. So I was from the start very open about what level of 
um, intimacy and honesty I'm looking for. Mm. I was also there naked with the women inside the sauna. Mm. We spent time together before and after. So the you know sisterhood doesn't mean that okay now you go inside sauna and now you come out and buy no you know really making sure it was very and that was the task for me how to be make sure that everyone is safe and everyone is safe also after the shootings were done um we kept contact also in editing um i showed the women the cuts i didn't take their voice away i i had the space that safe space from the smoke sauna transferred into the editing space mm -hmm. you know that um, everyone had the right to to say like yeah this is fine this is not fine but what is interesting is that when you do transparently when you make something transparently then um, everyone is in there because they know what they what it what is happening and why it's happening also was very important to me that i didn't persuade anyone i think into this kind of film you you i can share what i want to do and then you have to feel that yes you want to be part of it mm. so no persuasion because that would have felt violent to me mm. uh, and um, just being very very making sure that this space is is like making ma being very sensitive you know and i mean first of all physically that everyone is okay that uh, you know they have enough water making sure that nobody gets like uh, stays too long in, in hot sauna, like physically and then emotionally being there and keeping this connection throughout the process. So when somebody wants to do this kind of film, it is um, it is a commitment for long. Yeah. And, and it requires from you to be vulnerable, sensitive. And um, I had, I think I was able to do that because I had a journey of healing myself before that, you know, long healing journey, um, starting when I was like 18, going to psychologists and, and different things and ending up in smoke sauna in my roots. Uh, so it was actually took around 10 years and, um, and doing also um, group therapies. And so I did that healing myself. I was ready to share my stories but i was also uh, i had experience to listen to others how do you think as a community and a society we can create safe spaces for people to be vulnerable in our everyday lives as well <clears throat> i think it really starts with us with every one of us to be the first brave person uh, to start to actually say for example how we are doing you know even in when it's friendship and friends or family like trying to be the first one to to open up to be vulnerable and i think it is it starts from yeah from not wanting somebody else to create it for us but starting it with ourselves and um, i think this is what i've experienced is that when you are the first courageous one and other people follow this is connected with this how we humans are that we need the, somebody to be the first and um, I mean doing films like that speaking about these things um, um, you know 
speaking um, you know in family in school it is really it goes to all different layers and not being afraid not letting someone tell you that um, oh no don't speak about it because this is too painful but uh, understand and this is the experience from from this film to myself also that there is huge need for people for this kind of safe spaces and to be heard and to be listened and I think we just need to start from somewhere and need to speak up and the more we speak up the more we are authentic the more we talk about the things the more we put it into the public mm. uh, then uh, the changes happen but it starts with um, I believe it I believe in communities so it starts with um, for example creating um, with friends this kind of safe space and um, even if there is no smoke sauna one can make you know a nice even if it's whatever small room but you put nice candles or you make it nice and cozy and 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 um, and start really like sharing and uh, and and of course including um, psychologists and, and knowledge about it um, into these spaces but but when I think about now we didn't have any psychologists in my childhood it was granny and all us yeah. going to smoke sauna so it's it's I think we have all we have that power and the power is really in being honest sharing and just listening just listening and being there and I don't know holding each other and and saying you know you're okay Tears are okay. Starting from these things, mm -hmm. you know. Like think about, like there is so many people have come after the film, they have tears in their eyes and then they're apologizing. And I'm all, don't apologize. You know, it starts from that. We don't need to apologize yeah. for our tears. Yeah. Like tears, it is, it is the language of heart. But it is like so much in us that, oh, we have to apologize. Like why? Mm -hmm. So these small things. Mm -hmm. You know, be the first one to like, yeah, I cry and I'm not hiding my tears. And and, and changes come. I have seen it in the grassroots movements in Estonia. I'm also part of um, uh, food saving community. And uh, and I saw big changes in even uh, in our um, government level that started. I made a film. Uh, there was community, more communities started to come together um, and change happens when there are enough those brave people who are the first who start these communities mm -hmm. and then it becomes public mm -hmm. thank <laughs> you it's so beautiful i wanted to highlight as we wrap up that there are only women in the film but that this film isn't just for people who identify as women it's for everybody mm -hmm. um i know because sometimes in our societies women are more emotional so they get to that but no other people can too as well yes um, so what do you hope all audiences take away from this film when they see it? Mm. I think really this courage to connect to their hearts and connect to other people's hearts. I think this is this is the courage to be vulnerable and you're so I agree with you it is it is it goes beyond this need to be vulnerable and connect with others. This goes beyond genders. The same way problem, for example, in patriarchal thinking goes beyond genders. It is in the thinking. 
you know, who identify as uh, men, for example, they are suffering as much. And I've seen many men coming to me who identify as men and they're like in tears and they're like, they're not allowed to be in tears. They have the same patriarchal thinking who tells that they have to be tough. They cannot be, you know, weak, <laughs> that they're seen as weakness. So <clears throat> I really hope that the film inspires to to connect with their hearts, to it inspires more open conversations in families, between partners or friends, and and not being afraid to be vulnerable. It can feel uncomfortable. That's fine. We have to go through that uncomfortableness. And when we have the willingness to listen, somebody to listen, then um, actually it becomes empower empowering. So, um, because we all are, I, I feel we are all missing um, these connections. We really want to be connected. And we look for easy ways, not like avoiding that uncomfortableness, but I think it's not possible. Only way to really connect from heart to heart is making yourself vulnerable. And that's beautiful. It's beautiful when we actually do it and we allow more and more people around us to do that. Mm. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. This was so, so nice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah.